It's recording now. Okay. So my first question is, why do you think the bomber planes are still flying over? That's a good question. I don't even. I didn't really know the, for the reason the first time, but they just keep flying over. They keep flying east. But so, they said the two wars were already over with. Yeah. That's yeah. True. Maybe they just thought the wars were over. The maybe they're really still happening. Like maybe, maybe they're like stuck in their own little like bubble of the world. And they don't realize things are still going on. Or just spy planes. Could be that. that like X-ray for books. I'm gonna say, yeah, something like that. Cause if, if the tech is so advanced that, like, it could be like paper self-flying like, planes. Yeah. That's true. Or they could be like maybe they're not even planes, they're like satellites or something. And they're just constantly going to come around. Yeah, I don't know. I would assume it's something to do with yeah. I think the book idea is pretty good. They have like a scanner and they can scan for books. Yeah, but the scanners must not be that good because there's still people with books. Like my dad. Like my dad. He hasn't got caught. So, Maybe he hides them in the vent because he can't see through the vent. The metal part box. Mm-hmm. Could be. Could be. All good thoughts. I'll have thoughts. <laughs> Why do you think guys still is looking for books, even though they're out loud? I think it's he's got a curiosity. I think yeah, or maybe like a deep down inside, he knows there's something something weird. more he, that he something yeah to something know. wrong with what they're doing. I think yeah, he just really wants to understand books and maybe or maybe why, why they, yeah, they got banned. And yeah. Cap, Captain Beatty talked to him about that and. Went on a big long spiel that made no sense to me, at least. No. But... <laughs> no, no. Um, the Beatty said that people do get cur- curiosity or whatever yeah, he said over that. books, so they give them 24 hours to turn the books in, and if they don't, that's when people get in trouble. He said every fireman goes through that stage. Yeah. And I can see why. I mean, you're burning see books, you're burning books, day. and you're burning books, and some people are so attached to them, like that lady that she died with them. And there's got to be something in books yeah. that would make them do why. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely wouldn't know why. Because, like, he's seeing his own life that he doesn't really know himself. Like, oh, yeah. he's lost his big smile. <clears throat> and then when he was talking that. to his wife, he's, he was talking about how they, had, they, how they killed the lady, and he was all worked up about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, couldn't be easy. What he or what did guy me or Montag mean by he's numb and he's sitting on the subway? I think he was just kind of lost in his own world. Yeah, like he was so caught up in just what he was thinking and kind of like daydreaming. That, but he wasn't it was so real at the same time mm-hmm. that it, he was just numb. He didn't really feel anything from the outside world. Is what I think. I think that that's a good um, sum up of what. That one I don't really know. Why was the words denim's dentrophy, dentrophies, and how you say it, bother him so much? Can you say it again? Why um, did the denim's words dentrophist? Oh yeah, 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 so yeah. Much? I don't know. I th- I feel like it might come back to be a symbol just because of how much it was constantly repeated. I wrote that down. He, in the notes, he, but he was talking about because he was trying to read, teeth, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't remember. I just know he was trying to read and it kind of kept interrupting him and it was like breaking into his thoughts. So even as numb as he was, was that it was, was a just, sign that he saw, wasn't it? 
No, it was, it was, it was over the, the intercom. Yeah, because he was on the train. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah, were yeah. saying that that's where they were at. So if he wanted off. But yeah, I think it was just bothering him so much because he was trying to read and focus. And it kept coming back. And yeah. it just kept repeating and repeating. And his head just kept repeating. Uh, why was Guy looking for Faber? Because uh, mm. he knew that Faber had the stuff to... Because uh, he was an old literary teacher. And, and he, well, knew, he knew he had the stuff to copy the book. Copy the well, book. he doesn't he, have the stuff to copy his book. No, he knew he knew stuff. of people oh, who right. copied the book, knew what, that he had. He he was interested in books. He had the same curiosity that yeah. Montag did. And he knew that he had books because of the old backstory he told when uh, he, how he saw him at the park and mm -hmm. how he saw him kind of slip the book in. And, and he pretty much turned himself in and said, here, have this. You can turn me in if you want. And Montag never did. Even when Montag went to visit Faber, Faber was real scared and weary yeah, at first but once they saw the book let him go inside the house. yeah and then once he saw the book he kind of loosened up a little bit especially since it was the last one i mean he, it was, the last, it was the last copy of the bible well known at least yeah and i think he said north american yeah <laughs> do you think favor is crazy no i think so um a little cuckoo because of his age i do think that he's not all completely together but i think that he definitely has some knowledge that would be useful for Montag and a lot of other people Yeah, from what it seems like. Uh, I wouldn't say he's crazy, but I would say he's definitely different than everybody else. Do you think Guy Montag is also going crazy? I don't think he's... <laughs> yeah, okay. On a part of it, maybe he's going crazy, but I also think it's just more of curiosity is getting the best of him. They have no we're idea. recording, Bonnie. Oh, sorry. It doesn't what were you saying, man? <laughs> I think it's not the fact that he's going crazy. I think he's just the curiosity is getting the best of him, and it's, it's driving him to be yeah. crazy. Yeah, he's I, just so once he's like what's going on that he. It's like the quality. It's all he cares about now. It's like the quality and the leisure that Mont that uh, Faber was talking about is just yeah. all connecting. Because once he figures everything out, he'll. I don't know if I'd say. He's necessarily going crazy. The people in the society on how it is in this future setting that they're in probably think he's going crazy. And would because classify him as crazy yeah. just because of the way their society is. And the way but because right now, right now he's seeming a lot like Clarice. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So Focuses in the, their society, I would say he probably is crazy. But like for us, I if he was living in our society, I don't think he would be considered crazy. No, probably. Not. Just curious. A lot, a lot crazier things that happen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, do you think Guy really is not scared of dying? Because he said in the book he's not worried about dying. Um, I think there is some truth to that, but I think there also might be some fear behind that. Yeah, it's like almost as like he's just so focused on this one thing that he maybe when that question was asked, he wasn't really thinking about what he was answering, saying he was worse, like he he was not afraid. I think, yeah, I mean, he just wants to know the knowledge so bad and know what books are about so bad that he says that. I don't know if he actually means it. I think if he was faced with death or knowing about books, he would probably just turn in the books. I don't know. He is kind of sold on it, so he might be willing yeah. to risk his life. I mean, he kind of is by keeping books in his house and stuff. If somebody found yeah. those, oh, he's risking actually... his house and 
And, and job, technically. And, and job, definitely job. Yeah. So. And possibly even, I guess, a life. You think he's really willing to die? I don't. I think if it came down to the point, I don't think he would be. I think it's more just all talk. Yeah. Not, I agree. No show. Because it's like the book. Uh, he was, uh, he told uh, his wife, I don't remember her name at the moment, mm-hmm. but yeah, Millie, that he'd burn the books after they read through them, and he's read through them already, and he's still trying to save them. And... I yeah. Yeah. I was surprised that he had 20 books, yeah. not just one. I thought he only yeah. had one up there. Or like one or two, not 20. Yeah. Do you think Faber is right about why books are feared? Um, they show pores. In... Wait, hold on. They show pores and face a life. But I, I do. I think that he is wise in what he's saying. He might be going a little cuckoo, like he said, but I do think he knows what he's talking about when it comes to books and stuff because he's seen it all happen. And I think, yeah, he definitely knows what he's talking about. It makes a lot of sense, too, why they do because they show, like, the reality of how mm-hmm. life used to be. Yeah. They're trying to, the government's trying to prevent that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do think so. Why do you think the government wanted to ban the books? I guess we just covered that. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, kind of, yeah, just what he explained. I think because there's reality. a little piece of hidden information somewhere that the books explain or bring up that's going to make people curious to yeah. go deeper into like, the history of something, and they're going to dig up stuff that the government I also think the government just kind of wants everybody to be it seems like they want everybody to be the same, kind of living in the same world. They don't want people to be able to read and see the different things and kind yeah. of yeah, become mm-hmm. curious and branch out and be different and where they can't really control them as much. Mm-hmm. It's easier to control people when they're all the same mm-hmm. and you're dealing with a bunch of different people and personalities and stuff. That's my opinion. Is that your last question? Yeah. Lane, Golden Lines. Did Terry, did, uh, did you guys have anything about the dog? Like the dog that started scratching at the door? Yeah, I have it on my notes. Okay, but do you, was, do you think that was the fire dog? Because um, it was a robot dog, because they said that you could see I think that. all dogs are robots at this point. Okay, well, I, I, I don't think there's many animals anymore. Yeah, but I don't think it was the hound because uh, Montag really didn't freak out that much. He said, oh, it's just a dog. Mm-hmm. Which at the point is still better than a human, even if it was the hound. Yeah. But I think it was just a regular dog. But it could have been. We, that maybe that's why the hound, because maybe the hound can tell he has books. Kind of sense it, yeah. Because isn't that what it's meant meant to do? Yeah. Well, I think is what it kind of did. We supposed to tell uh, about pests and yeah. stuff like that too. One of my golden lines was on page forty-seven, and it goes, "The whole family moved out somewhere, but she's gone for good. I think she's dead." I. He really cared a lot about Clarice, and he brought it up to Mildred. No, yeah, yeah. Mildred about how he hasn't seen her in a few days, and he asked her about it. And Mildred basically said that she thinks she's dead. Yeah, I don't know if she's actually dead or not because she says she thinks she's dead, mm-hmm. but she's not really sure. And so I'm kind of interested to see if she really is dead or not. And this lady's really crazy. She like, <laughs> that she's she's not like questionable at all. She's yeah, really crazy. She's but uh, yeah, I I don't know. I did. I wrote that down in my notes too. I wrote it was Clarice actually dead because I thought that was a good question. Like, is she, do we think she's dead? Mm-hmm. Do we think she actually got hit by a car, uh, or is Mildred I mean, just completely crazy? It makes sense. She got hit by a car. She was always 
hanging around the road and as fast as Mildred and uh yeah Mildred drive yeah that's over. crazy 100, over 100 mm-hmm. mile an hour. next one was on page 47 it goes well i'm sick and i'm not going into work today and so that just stood out because they were talking about how he never gets sick and mildred was saying that you got to go to work you can't stay home you're never sick yeah. so she thought she was like bluffing or something yeah she refused to believe that he was actually sick and he was talking about how he didn't want to work anymore he was tired of it and she didn't want, want to do that because they were going to lose everything and he didn't even want to call um Beatty to tell him because he mm-hmm. knew if he called that he'd get suckered into showing up to work mm-hmm. that night even though he didn't want to and at that point he was already late for work because he was supposed to work the early shift all right this one was confusing so i wrote it down uh golden line shoot. page 55 it goes speed up the time move quick click pick Book, I now flick, were then swift, pace up, down, in, out, why, how, who, what, where, and, uh. Yeah, I think that line really just shows how fast his mind was moving at that point. Yeah. Because it totally lost me. Uh, and I'm I sure it probably lost all of us. Yeah. But I think that's just how fast his mind gets moving when he starts thinking that, just thinking about things, saying he just gets thinking so quick. And that's kind of what this book demonstrates. Yeah. And then this one kind of goes towards more how uh, Mildred's crazy or if it was a firehouse dog. It goes, it was on page 77, and Mildred said, if you see that dog outside, give it a kick give it a kick for me. I don't know what the dog did to her. I thought Montag said, I'm pretty sure Montag was the one that said give it a oh, kick for okay. me. Because he was no, still in bed. No, it had to be Mildred because Montag was leaving to go see Fate. Or yeah, I think Wayne's right. Okay, Fate. yeah, he could be. Because they were just got talking about how she he uh, Montag asked Mildred if she if the white clown loved her and if her family loved yeah, her yeah. and the girls are coming over and all that. Yeah. And I don't on know why she would have said that then. Um, on page eighty five, uh, they yeah, they were ta- they were talking page about page. how to plant the books, turn in an alarm, and see the fire firemen houses burn. Yeah, it's just that's kind of crazy to me because he's a fireman and they want to bring books back so they're going to go that far to burn other firemen's houses down and plant things in there too yeah that's i mean that just kind of shows how much he really does want to know about books and why they're banned i think that's like way too far i don't really think the plan's gonna work i don't know it's just gonna ruin people's houses yeah and i think it'll just get him and Faber in trouble yeah, for sure. And then when some of my keywords were on page 76, and it was Bible. It's just kind of there because there's only one left in the mm-hmm. – I don't remember what he said. For some reason, it's continents, what I think he said. I don't know what he said. And then 77 was dog because there's a firehouse dog that always kind of shows up in the book, and then the dog that showed up to the door. Mm-hmm. That one kind of showed up to me. And then Denim's repeat just that he kept repeating that trying to remember it because it was in the book or it was over the loudspeaker i don't know which one it was I think it was, yeah, over the loudspeaker on the train. and he just kept spelling it out mm-hmm. and then on page 84 the quality faber kept bringing up the quality of like the books and yeah the and quality his, of his definition of quality was definitely different than what you think else. of yeah if you just said heard the word quality yeah I thought it was a good definition though, mm-hmm. for books. 
And then page 87 was aware. It, it was italicizing the book, so I figured it was important. But uh, yeah, that's, that's always a good thing. They, uh, no one's really aware of what's actually going on. I mean, yeah. I think Montag's finally coming to realize or aware of what's going on. That's but, a very good point. I, I agree with that. Nobody's really aware. They're all just kind of living the life mm-hmm. that the government that they're forcing wants to. Them to yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. They have free will, but it's like controlled free will. Yeah, in a way. Okay, I guess I'm next with the notes. Um, so, yeah. Okay. on the characters, we only had one new character that we saw this chapter, this section of our reading. That was Faber, which he's an interesting guy, as we've already talked about. Yeah. Terry thinks old. he's a little bit crazy. Definitely older. He used to uh, be like an English teacher or something like that. Literary or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think he's going to be important in helping Montag along the way. I think he will too. We also saw the random dog at the door. Mm-hmm. Write that one down. Um, I guess we'll have to see if that was actually the hound from the firehouse or if it was a random dog. Maybe one answer. I don't know if they're bringing back up again. Um, but we still had Guy Montag and Mildred and Captain Beatty. They were all still mentioned in this section. Mm-hmm. Um, for the plot, I pretty much just said that Montag is right now. He's just he stole that book from the last fire, and ever since he's done that. He's just really had the suspicion and wanting to know what books are all about. Yeah. So he's really just going out of his way to find people like Faber and help him understand the books and stuff like that. Anybody have anything to add to that? Uh, do you think you covered it? Uh, yeah, honestly, it was pretty good. Um, symbols. I wrote down lilies because on page 79, he kept talking about lilies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I think they'll come Something back. Up. Lilies in a field. I think yeah. they're gonna come back up later. It. I mean, I'll see if I can. Um, it's page seventy nine. Yeah. I think it's how he uh, instructed his mind. Or maybe that's like second. his happy place. Like, yeah, it could be. If ever like, things get hectic. hectic. Um, yeah, or when he's on, it was on the subway. Every time the intercom would say, "I can't get him something." Yeah, because it was it it's was really it was when uh, they kept repeating denim over the loudspeaker. He was thinking, it says lilies of the field, and it said denims lilies. I said, so it was pretty much like the book must have said something about lilies, because he was thinking about lilies and saying lilies, but then the speaker would say denim, and he would yell back at the speaker. There's something about lilies, so I think that might come back up later, and yeah, it definitely means something. Um, my next symbol was books, clearly. Mm-hmm. books lots of them hidden books banned books all of them are banned i guess but the last bible so books clearly are symbol they're gonna be important throughout the rest of the book yeah books in a book um <laughs> the color white on page 80 um it was mentioned a lot when describing faber it was talking about how i just mentioned the color white a ton yeah, and also, very pale. and then also the white clown. Oh, yeah, and like the white of uh, Faber's yeah. teeth and cheeks. Yeah. And... So I think white might mean something. Yeah. So I wrote that one down. I also wrote that his smile, at the beginning of the book, it talked about how he was always smiling and how anytime you saw him, he was smiling. And he hasn't stopped smiling like He hadn't years. stopped smiling, and yeah, forever. And now we haven't seen a smile 
in like forever. It's just gone. Yeah. And he mentioned something about that, how he had lost his smile and he just now realized it. So we'll see about that. And the last one was the Siege in the Sand when he had his little flashback to his childhood. And he was talking about the Siege in the Sand and how he was trying to fill it up, but he never could. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like that's a symbol just because of it was a flashback and it must be important for him to bring it up. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, the themes we've seen, I think we've seen the power of books. Or we're starting to see it. I don't think we've fully yeah. seen it yet, but I think we're starting to see it with how much it's kind of like hypnotized him and how he might be willing to die over it. I mean, we have seen that with the lady. She died with her books as they set the fire. Yeah. So books must be pretty powerful. We're starting to see that. Um, I think we're still seeing the loss of individuality, like we saw said last time. He still hasn't found himself. I think. Yeah. I think he's still lost. I think once if they do burn the houses down or whatever they plan on doing to the firemen, I think that will really make him find who he is. Yeah. And I also think we still see technology in society with yeah. like the robot dogs and. The family in the living room. I think that's a TV. Yes, I, I think so. Yeah, parlor, or something yeah. like that. But, but another yeah. thing I didn't understand about the parlor, he asked if he if she watched her parlor at the house today. No, she but she said she went out with friends. But then they were talking about how the parlor was just in the living room. Like yeah, so. I think sorry, the parlor. I think is it part of the house? Maybe the house. I think it's kind of like a virtual re- reality type deal. I think, I think it's like a TV. Because he did ask if it was her, if it was their family too or something. Like yeah, that. and cousin. but he said that and they said something about how they had it programmed that when it talked back it said her name. Yeah. And to be able to program it to say something, I think it has to be definitely something fake. Not it's not real people. Yeah. So. Because they were talking about in like the beginning of the book how it was a fourth wall. Yeah. So and how she wanted a no, it's a third wall and she wants a fourth wall. But they just spent two grand on the new wall. Yeah, they definitely don't have the money. Especially if he's uh, getting ready to jeopardize his job. Yeah. Um, anybody else think we saw any of the other teams? I mean, she said there was five teams in this book, I think. And I think we've seen those three. Or mm-hmm. four, yeah. th- four teams in the book. I think we've seen three of them. Okay. Um, in this, on the other column, the stuff I wrote down. I wrote down is Clarice. Uh, Clarice actually did. We've already kind of talked about that. Um, I also wrote down how it turns out that he has more than one book. He has like twenty. Mm-hmm, yeah. That one really surprised me. Because he just ch- dropping them out of the. Yeah. I. It's, I mean, we all thought that he had at least had one book. I think was what we all mm-hmm. decided last section, and then yeah, he had at least twenty. Um, my little golden line I wrote down was. My wife is dying. A friend of mine's already dead. Oh, yeah. And someone who may have been a friend was burnt less than 24 hours ago. And he said that, and that was on page 80, 81. I thought that line really... Yeah, because was... I didn't think his wife was dying, dying. Yeah, I didn't think she was actually dying, but that just kind of shows how I think he's kind of feels like he's losing everyone that means something to him. I think that's kind of might be part of why he's willing to die to find out what's in books. He might have something, hope that the books have something to save them. So, I don't know. I thought that was a good a gold line, a good line. So, I wrote that one. Um, yep, that's all I had. 
anybody have anything that you think I missed? Any important things? I think you covered it pretty well. I mean, everything that you didn't have on there, I mean, everybody else really had. So I just got interrupt. This is way easier to do the podcast. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing, but a little bit. This was a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. The podcast that we were trying to cover everything. And it was really awkward. Yeah. Um, so I had the picture, artful artist. I drew a picture of him ripping the pages out right after Faber had just uh, copied it. Well, Faber didn't actually copy it. Yeah, yeah, after he just got it or something. Well, he was mad at Faber. That's why he started tearing out the pages. Faber kind of told him that no, he wasn't going to help yeah, him. Yeah, because it's a stupid idea. And that was yeah. his way of getting him to turn and help. He started ripping out the pages. That's when he threatened to burn his house down. Yeah, and Faber's like, okay, okay, okay. I'll help. Stop ripping out the pages. That thing is valuable. Yeah. So that's my okay. picture. Not a great one, but let's say it's my I would from say, my guy's point of view. I would say it's a good drawing. It's just missing a little bit of color. I'll give it a six. It's a buck. I mean, okay. You can still could have put color. In the word, or the word. The words are a little scribbly. Or, or you could have put like the word Bible on it so we could see that it's the Bible. If there's color. But all in all, good job. You get to grade yourself on that one, so. And then Miss Lindsay's going to grade it more fair. Bible. Jeez. Did you have a golden line, Ian? Oh, yes. I uh, forgot the golden line. Not to write it down, but it's the the dentist one, the one where he goes, I'll read it to you. It's right here. The people who have been sitting who have been sitting a moment before tapping their feet to the rhythm of denim, dentist, denim, dandy, dental, we got urgent, yeah. Then I'm just a fist, and it's a fist. One, two, one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three. That one, yeah. I almost wrote that one down just because it kind of repeated how he did it when he was counting raindrops. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same counting one, two, three, and having things on his mind one, two, three in, in order like that, yeah. Did you say you didn't have one, two? No, I forgot to do a golden line. Okay. So, Elaine. We have we have to come to a conclusion, so we write the one that we important on the back. Uh, yeah. So, which line out of all of them between what we've all said, which one do we think is the most like important to the book? Hmm. Wait, can I look at yours just for a second? I have. Whole family moved out somewhere, but she's gone for good. I think she's dead. Well, I'm sick and I'm not going to work tonight. And then the really long one, speed up the film, move quick. Click, pick, book, I now, flick, were the swift pace up, down, in, out, why, how, who, what, and, uh. And then I had, if you see that dog out there, give it a kick for me and then plant the books turn in an alarm and see the fireman's houses burn is that what you mean i mean number five the last one. i was gonna say that one or the uh, long one that when he's talking mm-hmm. about um i think the dog one i'd or the say number five probably the last one that's what i was thinking i do think that they're all pretty good and i think that one where he's thinking really fast demonstrates mm-hmm. how he's thinking fast if not I think this the last one, one is probably the best out of those because it kind of just describes and take because Fabry was kind of joking when he said that plan. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. shows how Montag took it serious. That just kind of shows how serious he is to find out what these books are all about. Yeah. So I think that one's a good demonstration. 
Um, anything else anybody wants to say before we stop the recording and give our papers to Ian to turn in? I think we're good to go. I think we are too. Alright, we'll look at the schedule, and I think tomorrow's reading day. It is.